will increase your efficiency 20% if you learn to do the tough things first, the ones you don't want to do. Ray Zinn now imparts his management philosophy in Tough Things First. In this series, Zinn covers it all from the essence of human happiness. If you're going to make it a consistent practice of working Saturdays just because you think you've got to work 80 hours a week to be successful, you're, you're just flat out wrong. To the downside of venture capital. People said, well, don't sweat the small things. Well, I guarantee if you don't sweat the small things, the big things are going to become a mess. And the essence of entrepreneurial discipline. Don't want to wait until you jump off the cliff to grab a parachute. Now here's Ray Zinn, Silicon Valley's longest serving CEO and today's guest host. I'm Rob Artigo, your guest host for this edition of the Tough Things First podcast with Ray Zinn, the longest serving CEO in Silicon Valley. Hello again, Ray. Hi, Rob. How are you doing today? I'm well. I, and so don't micromanage me too much on this podcast, but please, let's talk about micromanagement. I've talked to people who worked for you at Micrell over those many 37 years. Many, Some of them were in senior management, and I've been told that you, your own philosophy regarding micromanagement was uh, to encourage your managers to do a little bit of it and uh, make it a positive thing. Tell me about when you have such a, a negative connotation for micromanagement across the business world and you you take a different tact as usual. Well, you know, uh, micromanaging has gotten a bad reputation, bad a bad story um, and uh, narrative. So let's talk about what micromanaging is. So, you know, macromanaging, of course, is is where you step back and and you don't do anything you don't you don't do any and you're not involved at all you're just looking at them you're paying you know signing their paycheck or you know you're not you're not involved in their in their in their work uh, people like to know that you're interested in fact i i was talking with a, a fellow here uh, not too long ago has his own company and um, uh, and he of course with with this call uh that you can see who's calling you. Uh, they he he looks and sees who it is, and if it's one of his employees, he um, he he doesn't he doesn't he just puts it right to voicemail. And 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 I ask him, well, why do you do that, Joe? And he said, well, because I want them to be able to do the job on their own. I don't want to always solve their problems. And I said, well, did you ever think that maybe they just want to have that touch? They want they want to know that you care about them, you care about their job. He says, no, I don't, I don't worry about that. I said, why not? He says, well, because I don't want to micromanage them. I mean, I want them to solve their own problems. I don't want to get involved in their problems. And I said, well, you should. I, and then he was, he was mystified because he says, micromanage bad stuff. And I said, no, micromanaging is where you are involved in a very deep way with your people. They want to know that you care about them. They want to know that you like what they're doing. They want to hear, they want to hear from you. Thank you. Gratitude, you know, some gratefulness, a gratitude. They, they like to know that you're interested in what they're doing. You know, like, tell me about your day. How's it going? How'd it go on that project? Um, uh, they like to know that, but that the boss thinks that they're doing something worthwhile. And so he started back to, he calls the micromanaging answering the phone and, and he says, I've never seen my people happier. They are so happy now when I, when I answer the phone uh, and I, I meet them on the job. He says, they, they're, they're delighted. They love to show me what they're doing and how they're doing it. He says, I, it didn't dawn on me because I'd heard that micromanaging was such a terrible thing. And I said, well, now you learn, Joe, that, that managing uh, by involvement 
and some people call it micromanaging, is good. And so you want to be involved with them. It's, it's, your, it's your company, it's your project, you know, and, you, and, and they want to know that you care about them, that you care about what they're doing. So staying aloof, you know, being a macro manager, you know, where you're standing back, just, you know, throwing the meat to the lions as you would, is, is, is not going to make them happy. So, you know, um, you know, now, you know, micromanaging, if, if you did it without a smile, if you had a frown on your face, that's bad. I mean, if you're just chewing them out, cussing them out, you know, criticizing everything they do, that's that's the bad kind of micromanaging that most people refer to, where you're constantly on their case, you're constantly bugging them, you're, you're demanding this, you're sending them all these sulfurious, mercurious um, emails and, and messages that that's that's the kind of micromanagement that got the bad rap so but but show having a careful a caring i should say a caring attitude where you're showing love and appreciation for what they're doing thanking them for what they're doing you know i made it a habit of going around talking to my people they call it you know uh, managing by walking around i did that i went and asked them how their family is how they're doing um you know gave giving them encouragement um you know I love to talk about their family. I love to talk about how their how their kids are doing, how their 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 spouse is doing. Um, you know, showing interest in them as a person. People love to talk about themselves, and that's the key. The key is keeping them interested in your company by keeping you interested in them. Yeah, there's a huge difference between what you just described as being a positive and the kind of micromanaging where the, the person's looking over your shoulder. And, and looking at what you're doing on your computer screen and pointing and going, you know, and, and I I have a manager and he has a manager and then you're that guy's manager. And then you're here. You are standing there uh, pointing and, and saying all these different things. It's like you there's layers of management there that could that can help out. But if you sit there, if you walk up to somebody and say, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but do um, you want to tell me a little bit about what you're doing? And they they tell you and you go, hey, look, you're doing a good job. Uh, find out a little bit about them. That's a whole different thing about than, than sitting there and saying, well, you're doing this wrong, even though you're not really the subject. He may not be the subject manager, the subject master on that particular subject. So, uh, But you can see the difference there, right? Well, criticizing as, as you're managing is micromanaging. Uh, encouraging as you're micromanaging is good. And so you have to switch it from being critical to being encouraging, to, to being developing, to be uh, hopeful and helpful. Uh, you know, I say, how can I help you? You know, I go, go to them and say, hey, is there anything I can do to help you? So that's not a negative micromanaging. That's a positive. And, and keeping them well aware of your interest in them as a person, not just criticizing what they're doing as a job. So anyway, that's yeah. I think caring about people too. I mean, I don't. I, I obviously haven't been around the world as you have in seeing what other companies have done and what the culture the culture at other companies is like. But I would imagine that caring about the individual to a level like that, where you're expressing uh, the that individual's importance for the team and and had a, a you know that you care for them, um, is is not necessarily something that in some cultures around the world where you have big companies 
where they, they put any of that stuff in practice. Like you may never see those top level executives, um, except in some kind of, you know, stern picture of them pointing at you going, you better work, you better work or we're going to get rid of you kind of thing. Well, there was a, there was a large telecom company in the Bay area that, uh, the CEO, um, who was not, did not have a family life and he would spend almost all day and all night at the company. He would call meetings at two o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning and, and demanded his staff be there because he was there. And, and to me, that's, that's punishment. That's not micromanaging. That's punishment. So, uh, you know, and of course he was ultimately fired, but, uh, uh, because people were leaving the company in droves. So, you know, you don't want to make your, the, their work painful. You want to make it joyful. So you say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go see, you know, person so-and-so and as and you're talking to yourself and, and, and getting ready to go visit with them, you say, what well, now, what can I do to encourage them? How can I make them feel better by my micromanaging? than to feel terrible by my micro, micromanaging. So I'm not here to beat their, you know, their head in. I'm here to help them, lift them up. You know, you know, that which is, does not encourage uh, is darkness, is, is evil. Yeah, there, so, you know, I've seen it for, in my own experience uh, in working in the radio industry where, um, you know, and, and famously in the radio industry, you've had producers uh, that would, that would bark or yell at you when you did something wrong uh, on the air or reporting or whatever. And I remember one particular manager who, who was, who would practically foam at the mouth yelling and screaming at people. And he would tell, there were some people that I worked with who were very talented and very skilled, never got one encouraging word from the guy. He was just very negative the whole time. And he would yell and scream because he thought, that doing that he could bring out the best in that person and most of us like i told him when i got hired there i said i'll i'll stick around for five years i got you know everybody knows that this is a a way station to the next level he knew that everybody knew that but i said I'd stick around for five five years i was there for three because i couldn't stand it anymore it was so it was so negative of an environment i can see that in what you're saying and it, it how you know, what you did was exactly the opposite of that and got the best out of people anyway. Well, you know, uh, the, the term micromanaging uh, in that negative sense is ma managing by intimidation. Uh, that, that's what micromanaging is. About uh, the old term, you know, when people say, oh, he's micromanagement. What he's doing is he's intimidating me. The, micromanaging by encouraging, on the other hand, is uplifting. You're trying to strengthen them. You're trying to help them, build them up make them feel good about what they're doing and what, what you're doing. So anyway, micromanaging by encouragement is not managing by intimidation. Intimidation is bad, evil, terrible, and should not be tolerated. Well, I'd like to tell the listeners that uh, who have enjoyed this conversation, there are more podcasts at toughthingsfirst.com. You can reach out to Ray with your questions there at toughthingsfirst.com and find more podcasts and other information. Links to Ray's social media as well this is a fast-growing podcast rated one of the top uh, silicon valley podcasts we'd like to keep that up so make sure you go to your favorite podcast platform and you rate this podcast keep us out there keep us noticed um ray's podcast is a uh, uh, you know an important venue for a lot of people and business leaders to share their thoughts and 
and we'd like to keep you here at Tough Things First Podcast, at the Tough Things First Podcast. So please also, please also check out Ray's books, The Zen of Zen, 1, 2, and soon 3. And of course, the big book is Tough Things First. Thanks, Ray. Thank you, Rob. You've been listening to Tough Things First, candid talk with Silicon Valley's longest-serving CEO, Ray Zinn. Drop by the contact page at toughthingsfirst.com for more about the book, more podcasts, and links to Ray's Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn pages to keep up with Ray Zinn's wisdom daily.